Okay, so we have my sister now in the room. And these are some very hard questions that I'm going to ask her. Um, but they're very valid questions. And I feel like because she is someone that doesn't talk about this ever, she's someone to really hold her feelings. Um, I think this is a good little therapy for her. Yeah, I guess we'll just get into it. And my mom is here still listening. So the first question is, have you ever felt not part of the siblings? No. Just no? Never? No. Okay. And how is, was your relationship with our dad? I feel it's still the same. I mean, he took care of me. He's always taken care of me. And was it ever any, like, did you ever feel like it different from, like, us at all? No. I believe he treated us all the same. Okay. Have you ever been curious to know more about the person that abused your mom and his family history and just family in general? Yes. You have been curious? Yes. About what exactly? Mm-hmm. Just... Lots of things. It's um, to where, I mean, medically. For medically? One. Medically okay. for one. Why? Well, because, I mean, on my mom's side, it's, you know, we have medical issues and stuff like that. And it makes me wonder if I have any, uh, anything, else? anything else from his side. Okay. And... Have you or will you ever talk about this with your kids? Honestly, I don't know, but I know now in day, how it is right now. Kids ask you the questions now to where you wouldn't think they would ask you. If my kids ask me, yes, I won't. I will tell them, but I don't know if I'll sit down with them and tell and like them. Have that yeah. conversation. Um, how old were you when you found out your dad was not your biological dad? Mm, I think I was 12. And can you tell us that story? Um, I remember it was Halloween. Actually, it was the year that I dressed up as a devil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was already asleep. And then my dad goes in there and he's like, Amir, we need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. We go in, I, I go into their room. My mom didn't seem like she wanted to talk about it, not right now, but my dad was, um, he's like, no, we need to talk about it. Okay. And that's when they started telling me. Why did they decide to tell you? Honestly, I don't know, but I think it's also because um, family members and people in general, you know, the way they'll be like saying their little comments making you feel like you're not a part of something mm -hmm. a family and they're that like, happened to you yes a family member has said something yes. made a comment to you yes and you think that's why they came to that decision to tell you i think yeah yeah because yeah because i mean this family member is very just about me mm -hmm. and they've always treated me differently mm-hmm but, you know, it is what it is. 
And how was the conversation when, how did they tell you exactly? Like, what did they say? Honestly, the whole, the whole conversation is a blur as if word for word, but mm -hmm. I just remember them. The gist of yeah. it. And how old were you when they told you? I think it was, it was about 12. You were 12? Yeah, I think, yeah. And do you think that that changed? Like, with you knowing this piece of information, did your relationship change with daddy or anyone? That changed? Well, no. It did With dad, no. Um, just, I mean, the curiosity of everything of what happened and it made me understand mom more more of how she is mm -hmm. and after knowing about the abuse did it affect your way how you saw men in general or romantically in a way yes just but i mean it's to where i guess you could say more cautious mm -hmm. but i mean I, even to this day, I still keep myself at a distance, always very observant, very not like in full trust. Mm -hmm. Have you ever met someone else in a similar position as you? Me as in that happening to someone yes, that, that you know, that I know not not in the same exact situation but of it happening to someone yeah yes how was your relationship with mom before and after you know i feel it's the same there's not much of nothing I mean, really changed nothing, nothing happened like just like did you come to ask her more questions or like were you more curious at all i was more curious but i didn't ask why didn't you ask? Because I just, that's me. I don't ask. I just hold it all in. Why do you think that is? Because I get it from her. Holding it all in? Yes. I hold in my emotions and, you know, I know it's not good to do that, but that's just how I am. Do you think it's, it's done you harm? In a way, yes, because I know I should say stuff. Because it's just. Go ahead. Let it out. Because holding it all in is hard. But. And. I just don't want to be. Somebody's. Burden or anything like that. Why would you think you're a burden? It's just I don't like to, I don't like people que me tengan lastima. I don't want to be somebody's problem. And you think with expressing yourself, that's a problem? I know it is. It well, is. I mean, I, well, I know it. I mean, I know it shouldn't, but I don't like to... I just don't like to put my problems on anybody else. But 
I would rather hold it all in. But how would expressing yourself be a problem? But that's why, I mean, I feel like you would be cautious of who you do open up to. And you feel like you can't open up to anyone? That's, that's a coping mechanism. That's what we do. And that's what I've done. Obviously, I've pushed that up on you guys. You don't feel like there's anyone that you can trust? I mean, I know there's people... You know, around me that I know I can, but it's just hard for me to let them. It's it's not about trust. It's mm-hmm. not about trust. It's about letting that vulnerability out and letting people see your that you need help and you don't want to ask for help. Have you ever felt like people have changed towards you after they knew your story? Not really. I was like, well, there's like certain comments people make, but I mean, I'm one to just brush it off. It doesn't really affect me. That no, not really. No. And our last question: um, What are your feelings on this topic and how it's being talked about? Mm. Like, are you okay with me doing this? Do you, are you okay with people knowing? And be honest. Yes. Like, how do you truly feel about it? I mean, if it helps somebody, because I know this is, even though we don't want to, it's something very common, Mm -hmm. which it shouldn't be. And I know there's a lot of people out there who keep quiet who are struggling, who could use some sort of guidance or, you know, just in... Because they're not alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, If this can help them, then at least I'm helping somebody. Or their thought process of maybe they feel the way I do. And maybe this can help them, you know, they're not alone. They're not the only ones that have this question, the questions that mm-hmm. I do. They're not the only ones that it's hard to show emotion mm-hmm. as far as in speaking out. Mm-hmm. And with knowing Ma's like whole history, um, do you have a relationship with her side of the family, like her, her mom and her aunts and stuff like that? As a close relationship? No, I mean, do I talk to them? Yes, but I mean, to her mom, you know, I do. But before I knew, you know, I had a more were conversating wise mm-hmm. relationship with her. And after I knew about what happened, it kept it kept me more at a distance. Yeah, and I just didn't see her the, the same anymore. Because even though whenever these are like members, even though I was little, mm-hmm. there's certain little things that, that, remember. that I remember. And those like things that Ma said of how, how they were towards her and how they, what their plan was. Mm-hmm. I can see that from things that they did. Mm-hmm. 
even though I was little. You would think that you, being that little, you wouldn't remember stuff. Recognize or see that. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there's just some things that, you know, that stick with you. So what is some advice you would give being on like kind of the the other end of the spectrum not so much on mom's side but being on the other end um what is something that you would tell people in general or like seeing someone that did go through the abuse and how to deal with that even though i have trouble with this myself is finding someone to be able to talk about it mm -hmm. it's oh, they're hard it's a hard situation you know, and many think that you're like in a hole, but you know, if you push hard, you are, you will, you can pull yourself out of it and be able to move forward. And it'll, t it's not something that you can get overnight and make it easier after a period of time to try to live with the fact that it mm -hmm. happened, mm -hmm. but be able for you to be able to live still a full life, a full life. Yes. Your life is not based on that, that situation. After hearing everything and her responses, how does that make you feel mom? Like I fucked up. Why would you feel that way? Because I've pushed all my coping mechanisms onto you guys but which this, i but, didn't that shouldn't have happened i if i would have gotten help sooner maybe that wouldn't have happened but the thing is mom you didn't have the resources you didn't have the resources you you literally did the best you fucking could and it's like in the moment when i realized in therapy too like that I, it's like i almost held and i told you this that I held a little bit of like resentment because of like certain things that I do, right? And it's like, why do I do that? My counselor asked me a really hard question, needing things to be done in the moment that I think of them. And it has to be done in that exact moment. And that's my fault. Well, okay, yes, hold on. But like, and it made me realize, have you, were you disciplined when you know, something wasn't done when told. And I said, yes. And obviously that made me think of you and like how you raised us. And for a split moment, like I did, I was a little angry, you know? And I then like, I snapped out of it really quickly because I like thought back and I'm like, you did everything. You did the best you could. Like, how am I going to be upset about something when you tried your best and you used all the resources that you had in that time. So it's like you can't feel guilty for raising us the way you did because look at us. Like I'm, I, I'm look really at us proud. Now. I'm really proud of all of y'all of what y'all accomplished and what y'all are doing with your lives and stuff. But still, it's those little things like Lupa not being able to express her feelings or ask me the questions about this son of a bitch sperm donor. I don't want her not to be able to come to me and ask me that question, no matter how hard, like I said earlier, no matter how hard something is, I want to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. I want to know the truth because that's going to help us out. So then, Lupita, do you have any questions for mom? Girl, you better open up.
But I could figure it out. I could find it out. I don't know how I would do it because the son of a bitch is dead. But I mean, somebody out there, you know, has to know. I could, you know, hell, I've, I, I found my freaking biological father thinking I'd never in my life would figure it out. I was connected to these people. So, I mean, I know where they're from. I mean, I could find out what we need to know. No, but I mean, it's not in a way I do, but in a way I don't. Because what's the, what's the, the, the health issues. That's I, I don't, I don't think they had health issues. What other questions? It's, you know, it, well, that one was one of them health wise. Um, but I'm also, it makes me wonder that if he did that to you, you being, him treating you like his daughter, did he do that to someone else? If he did do, do something, do that to somebody else, what was the real result in that? Did anything become of that? I can, I can answer that question now. He did do that to somebody else. He did it to his biological daughter in Mexico. She told me. She wrote me a letter and told me that he had done that to her. I don't know what happened with that afterwards because we lost connection. But he did abuse her as well. And she was his biological daughter. Sibling. Yes, two because he had a son as well, which was also an asshole, just like him. Ask away. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's, it's a question that I've always had. No. I mean, I knew he had brothers, but I mean, that's just not. That's all. That part of the family, even though he was what he was, knowing that, now that brings me knowing that I have two other siblings out there. It's just thoughts in my mind that just... It's a little overwhelming. Yes. And maybe I should have told... I thought you knew that he had other children. No. As because you said that that, that was the reason why they did that to you. Because he wanted a child, which I assumed that he didn't have me. No, he had two other children by two other women because both of the those kids had different moms. His son's mother, I believe, they were actually together before he was with my mother. And he stepped out on her with this other woman that he had the daughter with. And when the daughter would come around, when he was in Mexico, when he would come around to her grandmother's house, 
that's when he actually abused her. That's all I know about that. I mean, because I met her once because I went to Mexico with him one time. And I met her once. And from there, we exchanged letters. We would write letters to each other. And she told me in one of those letters one time that, that her father had abused her. And I still hadn't told her about me. She didn't know about me. She told me that her dad was doing things to her. How old was she? Uh, she was a little bit younger than me. She was maybe like a couple of years younger than I was. Yeah. He is older than I am. He's like a year or two older than me. But he, again, he's a son of a bitch. He's just like his dad, just like they're, they're all alike. They're all alike except one of the brothers that his past that he's he he's also dead he was not like them at all he was completely different he i would still consider my uncle because he was a good man so lupita what would you now knowing this piece of information because i did know this but what do you want to come out of knowing now? I honestly don't know. I mean, now I know I have an answer now. What do, what do I do with it? I don't really know. I don't know if I want to continue to find out. To explore that? To, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not... If that was, it's not a, something that I thought about if I did, it, it was just always the wonder if, if, yeah. Okay, you guys, so that concludes the part three of this episode. I hope that this was helpful to some, and I know people were pretty invested in the story and how my sister feels and I hope your questions were answered and I think we're just going to leave this topic as it is as we've gone pretty in depth with it um if there are any other questions please message me and let me know um I hope you were able to take something away from this and it was helpful I know it's really hard to hear it's a really hard conversation but we definitely need to normalize talking about it and being open about it and getting help. And if you are someone who is seeking professional help, there are many resources. I do know of a website called BetterHelp, which is pretty affordable from what I know. And you can switch out your counselor, therapist, um, if it's not a great match as often as you'd like. Um, if you are in the Dallas area, I personally have my own counselor, which I can recommend to you. She is amazing. She is Latina and a close to my age. So I feel like she's very relatable. So if you want her information, please message me and I can give you her direct contact. My Instagram is at the yes, ma'am. And I hope everyone has a great week. 
I will talk to you in my next episode.